Good evening, and welcome back to another night of T's and Z's. I am your host, Scott Elchison, and in an exciting turn of events, I now have a co-host, my brother, Doug. Doug, welcome to T's and Z's. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. I am so happy you are here. Uh, you might be wondering, why why a co-host, Scott? Well, basically, uh, I'm, I want to test the original concept of the show, which is dialogue, falling asleep to dialogue. Uh, and honestly, everybody, after reading 30 of these terms of services, I just, I couldn't, I don't think I can read another one, basically. So we want to test this concept of dialogue and really make it a conversation that you can tune into as you start to fall asleep and very much so tune out uh, as you start winding down uh, and you know closing your eyelids and going to bed because this is a show about nothing. We're literally talking about terms of service, which you've never read. There might be some fun facts in here, but you can tune this show out and feel completely fine that you've missed absolutely nothing uh and if there's anything interesting it'll be in the show notes so no worries about that but we're testing this idea of 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 dialogue i think you know that's how i've fallen asleep in the past doug do you fall asleep to dialogue at all i constantly fall asleep to audiobooks that i lose my place in it's a real personal problem (laughs) it's a problem it's an issue so we're going to test this concept of dialogue for a few episodes. Uh, let us know how you like it. Uh, we're pretty excited about it. I'm excited to talk to somebody uh, and we'll see how this works. But yeah, welcome to T's and Z's season three. Uh, we are doing something new and hopefully this works just as well as the past seasons of uh, T's and Z's. So let's just jump into it. Um, Doug, do you remember actually the first or I guess the most recent terms of service you've agreed to? I believe it'd be the uh, Nespresso terms of service. Very ironic really? for a sleep podcast. Um, <laughs> Having a coffee brand. <laughs> yeah. Plug away. Insert sponsorship here. Um, but yeah, terms of service, Nespresso. Um, and Do they have one for like, they, like they had one for the actual physical coffee machine. Uh, every time you buy pods, they force you to agree to it um, before you can make a purchase. Actually, I'm starting to find out. I think everything requires you to agree to terms of service before you make a pur- uh, steam too. just last night actually i purchased another video game on steam and that okay. also required me to agree to some terms and service terms right. of service <laughs> all right so two good ones so a physical product and a digital product yeah normally you see terms of service for digital products but there's like there's more they're like more like user agreements when they're like physical products like tesla has like a user agreement but then if you do, I believe, like their payment system or like their autopilot, then there's actual terms of service because it's like a software product because it's, it's like a service that's provided. Um, software as a service. Very important in this day, day and age. <laughs> it is. It is. Well, uh, that's exciting. I'm I'm glad you remember those. Uh, those, those, those are two good ones. But uh, tonight, we're actually be talking about uh, a brand new terms of service from a company called Vacation. Um, Vacation is a sunscreen ban brought to you by Poolside FM. Uh, it's pretty, 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 pre- pretty incredible. And I have to say, it's the only brand I've seen that has translated their branding from their like main website and their social into their terms of service. Like we'll have a, sh- we'll have a link in the show notes for the terms of service that you can go check it out, but it's literally in the same style and font. It's like a typewriter wrote this out of the eighties. So never seen it before attention to detail, uh, 10 out of 10 for, for, for vacation. Uh, but it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's fun. It's, I would say this is the most fun terms of service I've seen to date again, after reading 30 of them. That's a pretty low bar to jump over. No. <laughs> it's a terms of service. <laughs> it's this incredibly low bar to jump over, but I appreciate it. You know, Doug, it's those attentions to detail that make, make all the difference. Um, so kind of just like baseline on these bad boys here. It was last modified. Ooh, excuse me. It was last modified on April 7th, 2021. So fresh, brand new, makes a lot of sense. Uh, you can access them at uh, www.vacation.inc forward slash terms dash of dash service forward slash. So if anybody wants to go check them out, they're, they're there. Um, but I mean, Doug, looking through this doc, like, like what's like, what sections jumping out to you? We can, we can start anywhere here. Um, the immediate one that jumps out to me after realizing this is a sunscreen brand. It is a sunscreen brand. Yeah. Is the overview of services because I feel like there's only one. 
but there's actually multiple <laughs> under the under the umbrella of vacation. Well, read them out. What does it what what does it say here, Doug? Vacation manufactures, produces, distributes, and sells sun care and other products. The services include, but are not limited to, the ability to view and purchase products, to view content relating to products, and to subscribe to the website to learn more about special offers and events. So, I guess not a wide variety of products outside of sunscreen, but more than the average sunscreen brand. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Doug. You might realize that a lot of sunscreen brands have something similar to to this, though it's curious to see that they say other products. Because right now, they only have one product, so they're future-proofing for additional products. Zinc. Lifeguard knows. Who knows? But they could definitely have some more um, more there. Uh, I was interested in, you know, as I was going through this, they have a really robust um, user conduct and community guidelines section, which I thought was interesting because it's just a sunscreen brand. So I kind of want to dive into this, see see what their guidelines are, see what might be hidden in there. Uh, it could be fun uh, versus just some of the other standard legalese that's in this document that is kind of like repetitive. Like if there's an arbitration agreement, they're all the same. They, they all say the same thing. You waive your right to a trial by jury. And probably the only difference is whether or not where you'll host your arbitration and who pays for it. Uh, but in general, they're they're all the same. So you want to dive into some user conduct and community guidelines. Um, I guess I'll go first here and I'll read, I'll read the first one. So uh, you, may, you may use this service only for lawful purposes and in accordance with these terms without limiting the general the generality. See, I'm already mispronouncing words. This makes no sense without limiting. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a tough start. So without limiting the generality of the foregoing, you agree to use the service in accordance with the provisions below. So there's a bunch of them here. Uh, so first up, you will only use the service in accordance with the laws of your jurisdiction for personal non-commercial use. You may not use our products for any legal or unauthorized purposes, nor may you, in the use of the service, violate any laws in your jurisdiction, including but not limited to copyright laws. Do you, Interesting. Do you feel like people would use sunscreen illegally? And if so, what for? <laughs> I was thinking the same question. Like, what would be an illegal use of sunscreen? Like, not protecting your skin? Though. Um, maybe use it like i don't even know i was gonna say like no grease idea. a hinge and get like, get through a stuck door like i, <laughs> I got nothing well be yeah, use it <laughs> use it as it's not uh defined oh uh, that that would be funny um no but it probably has to do more with to your point like like copyright and branding laws like those kind of like ip rights um versus <laughs> using a scuns a sunscreen product to grease grease some doors uh which is just kind of funny uh so the next one here is you will be respectful and considerate of other users and do your part to make vacation a safe supportive community for all users cool I like can, that i can get on board with that yeah right potentially there's going to be a um a community of sorts they do have a website where you can sign up for more information about products this is this is the beginning scott this is not it the could end. be that you know what we're, we're gonna find their whole product roadmap in these terms of service you will register for the services using accurate and current information and you will not impersonate or attempt to impersonate vacation a vacation employee another user or any other person or entity including without limitation by using email addresses or names associated with any of the foregoing. Yeah, that's pretty standard. Basically, like, just don't commit fraud or like identity theft across the board. But that stuff like applies for like when you sign up for like even like your email because like 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 you're registering, so you have to have like your like like I can't be like Doug Ellison. Ideally, you could be if you really wanted to be. I'd sell you my name. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, what else is in here that, that, that seems kind of interesting? Um, uh, yeah, don't decompile or reverse engineer any of their source code of their website. Yep, that's standard stuff. Um, 
Ah, you will not post unsolicited promotional content, advertising, political campaigns, contests, raffles, or solicitations. Kind of makes sense. You will not threaten, docs, or otherwise harass other users. Standard. You will not transmit malware, software viruses, Trojan horses, worms, or other malicious software applications to the service. Standard. All makes sense. Um... Oh, interesting. This is an interesting one. You will not affect the display of the services through the use of framing pop-ups or third-party ads. So they won't allow other people to advertise on their site, but they're going to advertise on their site? Is that... I'm not sure. Or are there people that, like, forcibly display ads on other people's websites? Because that'd be interesting. I, well, I think it's more so that like if they're going to have ads on their website, uh, let's say like you're an advertiser or you're doing like a programmatic ad buy or something and you put an ad on their website, it can't like break the UX or like the design of the website because some like some ads don't like load properly or they're too heavy or whatever it might be. And they like disrupt the actual like aesthetic of the website. Like ever been to Forbes.com? <laughs> Trash. <laughs> Literally, it's a it's a trash it's all it's it's this overrun with every new ad format you could ever imagine many many new sites are just littered with ads i don't you know the one i really <laughs> really grinds my gear is the one that on me. splits the page as you're scrolling um, so you're then forced to scroll through an entire like magazine style ad as if it's like home and garden come to the digital age um don't know why I'm jabbing at them. They seem like they probably did fine. Um, <laughs> before you can then continue to read the article that you were trying to read. And sometimes it makes you play music. And that really gets me. <laughs> I actually kind of like this. I thought there was a, like, like to me, if you look from like a newsfeed perspective, that's a pretty good, like it's a better user experience than having like, like a, like a banner ad or something like pop up on mobile. Like it, like it's more native. I guess I just it always confuses me when it happens and then sometimes I uh, really fat thumb it and then scroll way back up as I'm trying to like scroll quickly through the yeah yeah the, uh, these are some real but that's what any newsfeed product right like that happens to me on reddit literally anytime like any like it, like I'll be like scrolling all of a sudden it just goes boop right to the top and then at that point I was like well you know what I didn't even want to um I want to read the newsfeed anyways, or go or go through Reddit because <laughs> like that's a that that's a total restart um, for me in my book. It's also quite frustrating when it when it happens, but hey, who knows? Well, you know, I think that's pretty. Those I, are the interesting ones for the user conduct. I mean, Doug, any any other ones in here stand out to you? Of uh, well, as the newest addition to this cast the thing that constantly stands out to me is the number of things each one of these terms of service covers obviously a lot of this is boilerplate to your point previously um Mm -hmm. but it's just kind of mind-blowing that no matter what you're selling or doing you have to have all of this tucked away um and I wonder, yeah. there's just like, I bet you we could Google and get a template that just said standard terms of service. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. They're, they're in, like, they're a complete like, um, lawyer practice websites or whatever that have like boilerplate, um, sections, you know, termination clauses, arbitration agreements, um, you know, user like user generated content. Though that one's usually a bit more specific to the social platform because like that, that gets a little iffy, uh, or it's, it's not iffy, but it's a bit more you know strategic based on how and what ways these things are uploaded, uh, which is interesting. But I would imagine yeah. so. It's a user user created content on large digital platforms. Fascinating, um, especially like the demonetization that can sometimes happen when people are like, "Oh, copyright," and it's like, "Yeah." Yeah, DMC takedowns. Well, I mean, we may as well talk about claims of copyright infringement and DMC takedowns. Again, they have a whole section on it. Oh, please tell um, me all about it. <laughs> I will tell you all about it. Uh, so just to kick this thing off here. So if you believe that your copyrighted work has been un- unlawfully copied, 
and is accessible on the services in a way that constitutes copyright infringement, uh, you can send them a note of copyright infringement to vacation dot if vacation Inc. Attention Legal Department five 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 East Lockerman Saint East East Lockerman Street Suite one twenty. Oh, Dover, Delaware. Shout out to Dover, Delaware. Uh, the phone number is 646-852-9962. And their email is vacation at vacation.inc. So that's, that's how you, that's kind of how you like, you'll get in contact with That is how you'll get in contact with them. Um, but yeah, let me, let me just read this section for you. So in accordance with the online copyright infringement liability limitation act of the digital millennium copyright act, DMCA, the written notice DMCA must substantially include your full name and your electronic or physical signature, your mailing address, phone number, and email address, a statement that you are the owner or authorized to act on behalf of the owner of the copyright that is allegedly fringed and that information in your notice is accurate, a statement that in good faith belief that the disrupted use of the copyright materials is not authorized by the copyright owner as agent or by law, such as fair use, a description of the copyrighted works that you can claim to be infringed. A description of the location of the copyrighted materials on the service. So it's a lot of effort on the person that's going to claim the copyright to gather all that material and send it out. But again, that's pretty standard DMCA copyright infringement conversations right there. Set the bar high so that it's hard to go after. It's a defense mechanism of its own. Yeah, it is that, but this is how, this is how these things work, Doug, I'm telling you, it's like, there's, there's a lot of onus on the user to provide information and kind of go through hoops to file claims. But then I guess I can also see like the benefit of the company side too. Like if you're like Apple, I'm sure like you're getting sued daily and there could be a bunch of like false claims. So kind of, well, there's always that question of how far does any entity go to like go out of their way to protect an individual from themselves in some senses of this like idea of i mean less so for copyright you know somebody's stealing your stuff somebody's stealing your stuff um go pursue that but sometimes also like as large entities it can be hard um to do a one size fits all for everybody that will come to a website where every, all the traffic's anonymous um, and you're participating in these services. It's, it can be a very difficult thing to manage. I would imagine. Yeah, I, I agree. They're definitely here for a reason, <laughs> right? Like all like they're definitely here for a reason. Um, but again, obviously all this favors the company Found versus out. the, yeah, versus the individual. Um, Let's check out there. Like, I, I, I want to dive into a section. It's like refer a friend program. We could say something. I was actually going to see if we could talk about the refer a friend program. Well, I right, will take it away. Doug. I, feel like take I get it referred away. in this podcast or into this podcast. Yeah, so I'd like you to see. You did get referred in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to see what they, if their program is similar as ours is. Um, take it away. As a refer friend member, a refer, you are subject to the terms of service and privacy policy, both available on our website as well as following additional terms and conditions for a refer a friend program. Qualified referral. A qualified referral is defined as a purchase made at vacation.inc by a person, a referred customer who uses the unique referral link provided to them by a referrer. You are limited to one qualified referral for each referred customer. In other words, additional repeat purchases may be a referred customer made by a referred customer are not counted as additional qualified referrals. Ah, see, that's interesting. I didn't know that. It's a one ticket ride here. You can that's only a qualified referral a single time. Interesting. So then a referred customer then is a referred customer and the referred, the referred customer and the referrer cannot be the same person. Yeah, that makes sense. So it says, for example, by using different email addresses. Oh, that's clever. I mean, it's not that clever. It makes sense. Um, the referred customer must be a new customer who has never made a purchase with vacation. Makes sense. Um, you ever do that before, Doug? You ever sign up a bunch of times to get get some sweet, sweet discounts or deals? I got Amazon Prime for a couple of years in college. <laughs> Wait, for real? Yeah. <laughs> Mm, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I forget why I needed it for something. Um, and they had like programs running, maybe run textbooks, but I definitely have used other email addresses to get a service at some point in time. Yes. Yeah. 
I would, sweet, sweet deals. I would be, <laughs> I would be really surprised if they could know if a person is using a different email address. Like they, they have it called out because they have to, obviously. But if they ever found a way to actually tag somebody as coming in on a different email address. I'm impressed. Well, I don't know if it'll just be the email address, right? It could be the email address plus a credit card plus a shipping address. Because like they'll be, they'll be able to see all of that. That is true. the The credit card would be a good one. Yeah, because I, I, I definitely recommend unless they use gift cards, right? So that, that there's a strategy: fake, you know, different emails, gift cards. The last part is is like where you're gonna ship the stuff to, like random addresses every time. Oh, you could get you could pull you could pull addresses off of Zillow. Have <laughs> have them send some mailboxes, pick them up later. And here it is. No, well, you know, give me some sunscreen. Let's plan a heist. <laughs> Uh, God, <laughs> this is a sleep podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is a sleep podcast. So hopefully, no, nobody got this far, and they now know how to potentially cheat, cheat a system <laughs> when it comes to uh, referral programs. Oh dear, uh, referral rewards. So this this is like the like the next um, paragraph underneath it. Um, so for you to earn a referral reward as a referrer, you must refer three referred customers, and each referred customer must complete at least one order. You will only receive a referral reward for the first five referred customers who, who successfully place a qualified order using your referral link. All right. So interesting. Makes sense. They had to like complete an order, which I thought is interesting. It's a bit more tangible than it's like, you know, you sign up for like a newsletter, but they are selling sunscreen. So what do you think the reward is? I believe mean, it, it, it's a bottle of sunscreen. I don't know. Well, you know, everybody's got their ploy. Everybody's got their hook. And I suppose when your company's selling sunscreen, you give away sunscreen. That's the product. What are you? What's your um? Uh, what's your analysis here, Doug? Well, what are you? What what's uh, itching at the, at the back of your head? Is that not a good good enough incentive? Well, Scott, Ed, as I sit here on a Wednesday evening reading <laughs> a sunscreen's terms of conditions, I I will say that. It does not draw me to refer more people to their site <laughs> to get free sunscreen. Um, have you seen the site yet, Doug? I've only seen their terms of service page. If Doug, I'm being are you kidding honest. me? Are you kidding me? All right, go type in vacation.inc and just bask in the glory that is that branding. Just, you know, hit me with your first reaction when once once you do it. And by all means, I would say play the play play the promo video too oh the the promo video is going um there is a helicopter flying me in a very vhs can you hear it i cannot hear it um (laughs) but it's because you know i'm i'm really trying to focus in on their terms and service program and they're they're (laughs) branding on here wild typewriter-esque is also a gray yellowish page so i feel like this is the part that I need to really understand and less so about their, uh, these very happy looking people on skate on skates. <laughs> well, click exit, exit out of the video and then go, go, go to the website. They really believed in the eighties there. That's what I've come oh, to yeah. this. The vacation dot ink big on the eighties. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm glad you're picking up on that. Well, while you're going, while you're perusing through their website, uh, the next paragraph in this section is on eligibility. So it says eligibility is limited to individuals only. Oh, so a refer, a, re- let me rephrase that. Their refer a friend program cannot be used by businesses or affiliate lead generations as determined in the sold. See, this is like why this is why terms are so hard to read because they like they make no sense from like, like a sentence structure. But maybe that's just me. Uh, it says so. Their their refer a friend program cannot be used by businesses uh, or affiliate lead generation as determined in so in their sole discretion. Uh, vacation reserves the right to deactivate or invalidate any referral rewards obtained through improper channels. Standard stuff here. Uh, if it's deactivate or invalidate, that means it's not sunscreen. Well, yeah, because this is the this is like the, the the referral program specifically, which is like a like a digital product. I've clearly misunderstood. I thought that when somebody referred a customer, there were the and when they referred three to five, they would get a reward. 
Yeah, which is a bottle of sunscreen, but the referral program in itself is all digital, right? Like I send you a, a referral link. So my referral link would be like vacation.inc forward slash Scott Elchison. Hold on here, Scott. Let me reread you this sentence. Um, vacation <laughs> okay. reserves the right to deactivate or invalidate any referral rewards obtained through improper channels, which means the referral reward will be deactivated or invalidated um, if you... Um, are caught yeah like if it's like if it becomes ineligible correct so how can you deactivate or invalidate a bottle of sunscreen i'm saying <laughs> you don't send it to them i'm thinking they got <laughs> they got a long-term strategy here i'm thinking digital sunscreen you know like blue light sunscreen everybody's got the glasses i think that they're out here saying like we'll put a blue light filter on your laptop and that's somehow like a little palm tree in top right corner and that's gonna be their like laptop sunscreen and it's gonna be a custom thing for their site (laughs) well one you should pitch that to them because that's truly awesome um sunscreen for your eyes digital product uh that's a great idea but two, that just means that they're gonna like not send you the bottle like like the reward. That's all that means. Like if they determine that Doug Elcherston used three different credit cards or gift cards, like a few different emails, they're gonna be like, no, like we're not gonna send you a free bottle of sunscreen because we know that like you cheated the rules. That's all that means. I like your I, I like where your idea is going. All I'm saying is. It- I feel like the word withheld should be in there as well. If if it is, if they're oh, okay. refusing to distribute a physical product, they're not deact they're not deactivating their shipping. They're not invalidating well, no, it. They're deactivating your referral program, like your link. Like I like like my referral link will be deactivated because I'm not using it properly. I'm I'm abusing the system. I agree that they're abusing the system. I do not agree that this sentence says anything about <laughs> preventing them from being able to refer more people in the future. Only that any rewards that have been obtained will become, they're no longer, they'll be deactivated or invalidated, which doesn't make any sense for a physical product. But yeah, I think I could have been a lawyer. I really could. I feel like I really could get hung up on the little details in a sentence. <laughs> you're the man, you're a man of syntax. Well, we can just move on, I guess. <laughs> I've heard <laughs> because... that a big part of being a lawyer is having a passion for semantics. Ah, well, I believe it because he- here we are. Makes makes perfect sense. Uh, me, I'm happy to take the next one. Uh, yeah, you know, why, why don't I? I'm sort of like composing myself over here. <laughs> no spam. You must. Can you, just, can, can you talk normally? You keep talking like it's gonna be quiet and sleepy. No, just talk, talk like yourself, Doug. Talk like Doug. Talk like the Doug I know. No spam. You must comply <laughs> that's, that's with better. all up-to-date spam laws. For example, emails must be created and distributed in a personal manner, and bulk email distribution is strongly discouraged. Any distribution mm. of your referral link that could constitute unsolicited commercial email or spam under any application sorry under any Uh, applicable law applicable right they get you that it's tough you know words man or regulation is expressly prohibited and will be grounds for immediate termination of your account and exclusion from refer a friend program so to the earlier point about invalidating (laughs) Or deactivating. This one is a much more explicit. <laughs> it if is, you spam I, I will people say with it, your refer link, you're out. Like is, yeah, there is yeah. not any it's clean cut. I'll concede with I'll, I'll I'll concede that point with you on 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 that one. And but I'm, as a man of bulk emails, Doug, does this one personally hit home that you can't uh, upload your your link into a tasty CRM and to start blasting out emails. Like for example, if you know you had a you know a hundred thousand subscribers on a Substack, could you put your your referral link in there? Well, the exact wording is unsolicited commercial email. Unsolicited uh, is the key word there. True, true, um, true. When 
you are, if you as a, let's, let's take this idea of like, you're an influencer who maybe mm-hmm. somehow, not somehow, I'm sure some influencers <laughs> maintain some type of subscription base in terms of how they communicate out with their audiences, yep. whether that be, um, video or possibly some type of newsletter, um, depending on where they're from, they could be opted in, they could be opted out, but if they're opted in and it's within that realm of what they've opted into, and you can send that link all you want. Well, that's a good point. Just include well, not too, too much. Yeah. 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 I mean, have a best practice within, about it. Yeah. Within reason, obviously, obviously. Uh, all right. Well, next up we have a right to close accounts or I guess vacation has a right to close accounts. So, Vacation reserves the right to close the account of any referrer and or referred customer and to request proper payment if the referrer and or referred customer attempts to use our refer a friend program. Got to breathe for a second. Uh, in a question, in a questionable manner or breaches any of these terms and conditions or is in violation of any law statute or governmental regulation. Yeah. Straightforward termination of your account. Easy. Yeah. We'll shut you out if you need to. All, All that right. sweet, sweet digital sunscreen gone. <laughs> I still think that's a good idea. We'll tweet at them after this. Uh, and then our, our, the last uh, paragraph in this section, the right to cancel program or change terms. So vacation reserves the right without prior notice to cancel the refer friend program or to change these terms and conditions at any time in its sole discretion. Any unclaimed referral programs will be forfeit at that time. Yeah, straightforward. Easy enough. Easy. You want to you want to touch on returns here? I do. Yeah, yeah. Dive in there, Doug. And this one makes a lot of sense in this day and age, <laughs> and prior to this too. Prior to COVID, still would agree with this policy. For health and safety reasons, we cannot accept returns. If you're not completely satisfied for any reason, please contact us at vacation at vacation and we will try to accommodate any reasonable requests. Any refund or exchange will be at vacation's sole discretion. So no sending back sunscreen. I can get on board with that. Yeah, that makes sense. Skin. <laughs> it's like, ooh, you know what? Not a not a fan. Um, it's like trying to return a half-eaten carrot to the grocery store. It's like, I didn't love it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Don't want it anymore, though, on our end, either. <laughs> yeah, it's put in the trash. So, I mean, like, they, they probably won't accept returns, but, like, they might re- refund your money if you, you know, truly are dissatisfied or whatever it might be. Well, if it's a reasonable request, and it's at their sole discretion, mm-hmm. probably not going to accept their return or provide a refund. Unless they're, like, really, unha- like, unless, you know, you know, like made some like unless like nared somebody and like took all their hair off that I'm sure they'd be like all right yeah refund <laughs> yeah we'll get, yeah probably be a bit more than just a just a refund but yeah I'm sure there's a section sense. here that covers that exact scenario if our product <laughs> accidentally nares you here's the email it's not monitored <laughs> you can go, go straight to a spam folder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh God, that's funny. Uh, all right, what's next? We talk about payments. We can do the user accounts. Yeah, the user account section is usually just like if you want to create an account, here's the responsibilities that go with it. Um, so I'm, I don't know. Payments could be interesting. Third, third, you know, internet. Ooh, international users. Uh, you like data privacy. We can talk about data privacy and personal information if you want. Oh, please. Let me take a crack at this section. I always All enjoy right. data privacy and personal information. Take it away, Doug. By agreeing to these terms, you also consent to our privacy policy, which is incorporated into these terms. If you live outside the U.S. by agreeing to these terms, you consent to the transfer and processing of your personal information in the United States in accordance with the privacy policy in U.S. law. You should not submit or upload personal content or any other information about yourself or others that you are not comfortable disclosing to the general public other than in connection with the purchase of our products and services in accordance with this website. This information... Is this, is this hard to read? Like... It, 
<laughs> like, <laughs> like who'd ever read this besides us? <laughs> yeah, like we're we're doing it here now, and I do this at work sometimes. So like they have it happens, you know. Yeah, yeah all right. They're I there always, for a reason. Yeah, if there's like a yeah. They're, well, they're there for a reason, but like the average consumer is never going to read this. Should there be a summary of a lot of this information presented? Maybe. Yeah. A nutrition label. That's what I keep thinking about. Like we can standardize terms of service labels. I do think that the uh it's a good thing to have some of this stuff on the forefront just so people can understand like exactly what they're agreeing to like when all this is happening. Like when you click that checkbox. Mm-hmm. It's always important to understand what you're giving to consent to. Yeah. That's a good point. It's a good point. Good point. But yeah. you, you you can keep going if you want. Oh. Is there any is there anything that you're like seeing that's like exciting to you? Well, I've never read this before, so I'm gonna have to read the entire thing before I know exactly what jumps out at me. <laughs> so buckle up everybody. <laughs> this information may be viewable by other members of the vacation community and may be searchable on indexing websites such as Google and may be disclosed to third parties under certain circumstances. Under certain right. certain circumstances, under, as, under certain certain circumstances, yeah. Let me let me let me let me just take this back from from Google, such <laughs> as Google, and may be disclosed to third parties under certain circumstances as provided in our privacy policy. Vacation disclaims all liability for the disclosure of information, including health information that you choose to submit voluntarily. You assume all such risks with regard to your use of the services. Health information is interesting. That's a bizarre one, especially since there's like complex laws around. I know like it's like the uh, within the medical community, like HIPAA laws and compliance is a huge factor behind this. So I guess this probably isn't governed to that extent um, nah, because and, they're not and, a medical and, entity. Yeah, and like HIPAA is. It's like the storage of that information, but it's the story. It's it, it's how the information is stored, not collected, uh, which is a good distinction to. Well, if they're collected, and they're storing it, right? Most likely. I mean, they, yeah, I guess yeah but like, but there, but if you think about it, like how the information is stored needs to be like there's like certain securities and protections that are in place that that'd be different than let's say, you know, putting Scott's skin condition to like a Google Excel document or excuse me, a Google Sheets document. Mm-hmm right like there's like certain security measures that are needed by the infrastructure piece to like be hipaa compliant agreed yeah now is google cloud hipaa compliant yes mm-hmm. so maybe so maybe you can put it into an excellent into a google sheet i don't i don't know but it's, it's more the storage than like how it's collected because sometimes like, like you can't you like you can't collect information off of i don't know I don't know. I, I guess I, I, I can't, I, I, I can't think of an example right now. I'm genuinely surprised to see health information on a sunscreen website. I guess it does make sense. Well, I mean, it's health. Industry. I mean, skin, skin cancer, skin care, like, you know, maybe there's going to be something down the road where they're going to take into account health, like skin conditions to help prove out the sunscreen's benefits. Maybe that could make sense. It's, you know, just caught me by surprise. I'm sure that they were thrilled that they're collecting the right data to have if they have to do anything in terms of HIPAA compliance but I doubt it because that's like also well you know what I don't work in the auto industry I don't know <laughs> anything about HIPAA laws <laughs> other than I hear them occasionally so my opinion is not worth anything in that, in that scenario mm-hmm. well anyways let's move on because I, I I was reading some more about this and it it's kind of interesting. So that was health information. So like the next paragraph says, you understand that your content other than your credit card information, <laughs> a good call may be tra- that, is, that is a good call out, may be transferred, un- may, may be transferred unencrypted and involve a transmission over various networks and be changes to conform and adapt to technical. Jeez. Like I, this is why it takes so long to read terms of service. And B, changes to conform and adapt to the technical requirements of connecting networks or devices. Credit card information is always encrypted during transfer over networks. I have never seen this paragraph before. This one's kind of interesting. That is odd. It makes sense. It's like it, 
it's interesting they call it out, but I guess it also kind of makes sense that it might happen. I mean, if you think about it, ah, uh, I'm trying to think if I actually know enough to even theorize to even about comment on this. this. Yeah. Part of me is like, well, you know, I know part stuff. Of, part, we, we, we don't know everything. Obviously, we're, we're we're learning as we go. So, listeners, if you made it this fall and you're or this far and you're still awake, hit us up. Let us let us know. I was just going to say the, or I should say, sleepers. Hey there, sleepers. It's interesting that like the credit card information is always encrypted. The other information not being encrypted. I mean, like that makes sense. Like if you're just like to export like their customer file, like all the personal information, like usually that's not encrypted if it's transferred. Well, Should so it be probably? Here's but, the, I mean, well, you tell me you run databases. Oh, yeah. I, 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 yeah, you know, a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't want to inflate anybody's opinion of my, my, my knowledge on this one. But I mean, from like, I'd say like sending from one endpoint to another, theoretically it could be, like you could encrypt all of it you can encrypt right. and then decrypt upon receiving it um and i would say that's more the way the industries are going but when you think about your standard like web form sign up like when you're creating mm-hmm. a user account on vacation.inc yep i would imagine all that data how they're collecting probably not encrypted but here's the note I've seen form data go in. I've seen form data get stored in a field in a database. Yes. I actually don't know what the security. Like, I don't know what the, like, the yeah. actual, like, I don't, I don't know what encryption implies to within this statement. So when they say unencrypted, do they mean that like they're not using HTTPS websites? Are they not using like, like can people see the form post? Like, can people see like when a URL string like redirects to like and all that? Can they see your personal information in that URL? Or are they saying if they were to get in through that, like if people were like like or it's, like it's just like like I I that, see what you're saying. That, that part's gonna be edited out. My fumbling. Um, <laughs> no, it's probably it's probably gonna stay in actually. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Um, but I just it's very unclear to me what unencrypted implies to I would say though that if somebody's sending like spreadsheets around without a password put a password on that I mean it's people's that's people's Mm -hmm. personal information do do the needful and put a password on it Um, I would say it's probably more of like the like like the full end to end encryption that you were talking about similarly like like they like they mentioned credit card data right that's like when that's sent, that's end-to-end encrypted. Like you can't like, if you intercept it, it's a, it's a bunch of gibberish, right? Like like you can't read it. Yeah, uh, it could be something like I've learned about this very recently, um, to like a more knowledgeable extent. So I'm not entirely sure exactly how it works, but you could hash it um, depending on like, and there's different mm. variations of how you hash and salt. Fun fact: you can salt it as well. Um, which means that Shut as the it's fuck going, you tell me oh, I'm about to hash salt and pepper myself some breakfast in the cybersecurity world. <laughs> yeah. Get ready for this. Um, so the idea is that when you, when you hash a password, the idea is there's different levels of how you can hash it, but each time, so you can do this for anything. It can be email okay. addresses. It can be first name, last name. It can be your credit card. You put it through this algorithm and it will spit out a long string of characters that is nearly impossible to reverse engineer back to what it originally was, but it always spits out the same output. So like every, every time you put in that credit card information into that algorithm, it would always spit out the same set of characters. And then when you salt it, it takes that credit card. Let's say that, that I forget how long credit cards are, but however long those are, and it will yep. add random things to it as it's as it is uh as it's going through and then it will spit out that same thing but it creates like a thumbprint so you can then store a long series of numbers that nobody understands but that then corresponds to a credit card um in a separate database um so you store like the hashed value um so that's what you would share out like if you were to send this place, you'd share the most likely like a hashed version of a credit card. Um, but then you can then keep a basically it's called a primary key and like a foreign key. The foreign key 
um, could be the hash value, the primary carry key could be the credit card. And then you can then match based on those tables down the line. If you ever need to like make connections, like if you're trying to match up on like sales data or anything like that, to be like, mm-hmm. who did what? And that's hashing, insulting passwords, <laughs> credit cards. <laughs> And encrypting stuff over networks. It's great. Well, that's hashing and salting. Um, next up, I see some pepper and ketchup. Make myself a little, pe- you know, uh, SBK. Salt, pepper, ketchup. But uh, children's privacy is a quick section. We can that, that pretty much summed up our data privacy and personal information section there. So children's privacy says you must be at least 18 years old to use the services. Interesting. Have to be an adult. The services are intended for adults and vacation does not knowingly collect personal information from children under the age of 13 standard. Obviously, if you submit content related to your child younger than 13, do not include personally identifying information about that child, including, but not limited to the name, address, email address, and phone number. So I think this is more so for like, if you're signing them up for the referral program, one, don't do it. But if you do do it, do it under your do it under like the adult's name um to me that's what that means or like make, or like or, or like make up a name yeah i think that yes i really want to store any data about kids um i think it's like it's something that you like odd because like 13 year olds probably can't buy sunscreen um yeah and two yeah, i think it's like it's kind of a I don't know if there's any then judging by the fact they have very specific ages in here. Um, there might be different laws about how that type of data is handled. I don't, I don't know, yeah. but I feel like the, the fact that they're calling that specifically 13. Um, well, that's like the standard across any social media, like any web it's like, it's like 13 is like the, that's like the bottom, like that's like the youngest it'll go to like allow access to like the service, like Facebook gets to be 13 to use it. Do you remember growing up when websites like Nickelodeon um, first got a website that had flash games on it that had like SpongeBob flash games and things like that? Yeah. And all the commercials would advertise for those flash games. But they said if you were 13 or younger, like you had to be 13 or older to, be, to go to the websites. But if you were younger, you had to, have, you had to be on the website with your parents. Yeah. Do you know that <laughs> I made dad sit with me as I played SpongeBob Krabby Patty Maker thing for like. I would say like an hour or two and I'm pretty sure he just like drank a beer and sat there like, you know, I don't actually have to be here. Like I'll just get you on the site. And I was like, no, the commercial said you have to be here. <laughs> no way. Yeah. I, I follow that rule rigidly. And then it quickly, be, it quickly then transferred into, okay, dad, just get me on the site and then I'll play. Cause I didn't know how to like, I only knew how to like spell super well that time period. So I, I couldn't even like get to the site. So I was like, <laughs> Nickelodeon is, I don't think I even spell Nickelodeon right now, honestly. So it makes sense. That's something to think about, right? Their Nickelodeon's name is like hard to spell. And if you're essentially making content for children and then try to like Google that, well, I guess back in the day that Google wasn't really around now spelled Google. Oh man. Whew. You're hitting me in like my like fifth grade computer class where it's just like, you're going to have your floppy disk, plug it in. All right. Remember to save often. Somebody, somebody, somebody at work talked about Netscape the other day. And this was, this was somebody that was not, um, the same age as you and I, Scott. Um, not old by any means. Yeah. I don't, I Netscape never, I think that one went, went, we were like the one, like the few, the few years behind that whole. Yeah. It was conversation. it was uh i want to say derek jesse and andrew like around that age um but then that provides no more context for anybody else that listens to this <laughs> <It> makes no <laughs> sense but well, if you hey, know what netscape hey, is and you, if you know you know <laughs> and you know how old you are then you know how old somebody could be and if you don't know what netscape is you probably know how old you are and then you know <laughs> what age they aren't <laughs> Oh, like 37. Some, yeah, some good deductive reasoning there, Doug. We, people are going to learn on this podcast, Scott. They're going to learn, learn life more. skills. <laughs> deductive reasoning is one of them. Um, I was thinking we should probably give them an overview of what the services are for this entire agreement now that we've talked about it for 45 minutes. So 
overview of the services. So Vacation Manufacturer produces, distributes, and sells sun care and other products. Oh, didn't we already do this? This is what we started with. This is oh, the, cool. was like All right, so we, then we've gone full, all right good. We, we've gone full circle. I honestly love this whole time that we haven't talked about the overview of the services. So that's, that's a plus. Ooh, um, I would be interested to, to read the products or services specifically because there's two blocks of text that are in complete caps and nothing else on this terms of service has been in all caps the entire time. Whoa, where's that at? It is direct, like, it's directly under changes to these services. General preserve. I see. I see general provisions. I'm at the very bottom. Uh, this is all the way. So if you had, if you'd stayed on overview of the services, yep. There was then changes to these services. Oh, 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 products and services. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right. And so I'm just gonna. I'm just Got gonna. I'm, I'm here. I'm with you. Read yeah. away. Certain products or services may be available exclusively online through the website. These products or services may have limited quantities and are subject to return or exchange only according to our return policy, which as we learned earlier, not super, not super lenient. <laughs> we have made every effort to display as accurately as possible the colors and images of our products. We c- cannot guarantee that our computer monitors display of any color will be accurate. That's okay. So that I've never read that sentence before. Wild. That's wild. That to me, that sentence reads to me like somebody saw something happen to somebody one time and it was, it was not fun. And they're like, no, 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 no. We need this in here. Cause I am not dealing with this scenario again. Like I just want to be able to point Mm -hmm. to this and say, we're doing our best, but your computer monitor may display things inaccurately. Something somebody thought it was purple, it came blue, they were pissed. Yeah. I it's just so interesting. That's a lessons like, learned sentence right there. <laughs> it's a lessons learned. <laughs> yeah, I I I believe it. I know. I also see too that like a lot of their obviously a lot of their advertising and product marketing is like in a certain aesthetic. Which, which, which is on purpose. Mm-hmm. So it, I could see also that it's like, if it shows up and it's like, this is like neon, you know, neon white. And I was expecting beige. It's like, well, you know, we're working on it. We did the best we could. Well, we did our part. Yeah. But your, uh, your busted old computer monitor, uh, not so much. Let me, let me keep going through the products yeah, or sorry services. To distract. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. You know, we, we, we literally have nothing but time. So if you're still awake, this podcast probably is not working for you. So, uh, now, now Scott, we have a whole three paragraphs to get through here on this <laughs> riveting display. And true. I, true. It's going to go great. Yeah. Preach Doug. Preach. We reserve the right, but are not obligated to limit the sales of our products or services to any person, geographic region, or jurisdiction. We may exercise this right on a case-by-case basis. Mm -hmm. We reserve the right to limit the quantities of any product or services that we offer. We attempt to be as accurate, complete, reliable, current, or error-free. If a product offered on the website is not as described your sole remedy is to return it in unused condition all descriptions of products or product pricing are subject to change at any time without notice at sole discretion of us we reserve the right to discontinue any product at any time any offer for any product or services made on this site is void where prohibited all I'm going to say about that entire paragraph. Oh, that was a tough chew there, huh? It was a tough chew, but also <laughs> they once more referenced their, their return policy. And all I'm saying is that <laughs> they don't accept returns. They don't accept returns. I feel like we read a good spoiler that really helped me piece together the rest of this plot. Like if I'm a customer <laughs> that's coming here to complain, I'm going to get a rude awakening when I hit the return policy. <laughs> I mean, who wants who wants to return open sunscreen? Nobody, nobody's like there's the throw it away. 
So just throw it away and they'll give you like a credit potentially. All right. Moving on to the next section of products or services. The information, including any advice and recommendations provided as part of the services is intended solely for educational informational purposes. It is not intended as medical or healthcare advice or to be used for medical diagnosis or treatment for any individual problem. It is also not intended as a substitute for professional advice and services (laughs) from a qualified healthcare provider familiar with your unique facts. Always seek the (laughs) advice of your doctor or other qualified healthcare providers regarding any medical condition and before starting any new treatment. Your use of the services is subject to additional disclaimers and caveats that may appear throughout the service. We assume no responsibility for any consequences related directly or indirectly to any action or inaction you take based on the information or other material provided as part as provided as part of the services. While we strive to keep the information provided by the services to be accurate, complete, and up-to-date, we do not give any assurances and will not be responsible for any damage or loss related to the accuracy, completeness, or timeliness of the information provided as part of the services. I'm going to sign up for a user account at the end of this, and I need to know (laughs) what they're putting out there because... I mean, realistically, it's probably something like, you know, wearing sunscreen helps stop cancer or something like that. Like, that's probably on there somewhere. Like, it helps with stopping cancer. But, like, and this is probably also something they well, have they, to they're, they're probably not making that claim. Like, in general, sunscreen does that. But they, they're not, they might not be making that claim of, like, our sunscreen is going to prevent cancer because you can't claim that. That's a good point. Because, you know, the product can, like, help prevent Right, mm-hmm. but then the person had like, but there, there's like user liability of like the user has to use it properly. No, so it's like you, I think you're right on that one. I just, yeah. am, I guess, I, similar to my complete ineptitude about what HIPAA laws mean. Um, same thing here. I mean, I know this is just like standard, probably like you got to put it in there. But I'm also just fascinated by that because like, I think they're so closely related to the health, like the healthcare. Nobody can see me doing air quotes, but I'm doing air quotes with my fingers. <laughs> um, the healthcare industry, I put in air quotes because they're just really far off and the healthcare industry is so wide ranging, but like, it's just fascinating that you have well, to I mean, cover you can this. consider skincare. There's like healthcare. I mean, skincare, I guess it could be a subcategory or even like a, like a separate section, honestly. Let, let's really um, dive into industry segmentation here, Scott. Let's really talk about <laughs> Let's really just dig up that that bone. Well, I mean, basically, like they made sunscreen. We know sunscreen has the, like the product itself is meant to help protect your skin. Help, it does help protect against skin cancer, but it's not going to like prevent skin cancer, right? Because of all, all, mm-hmm. all these things. So because it's a, it's a product that, that's in like a, you know, essentially it's like a, like it's a product that like can be re- talked about or referred to from dermatologists, from doctors. It's like, it has like a, a medical output, they're going to want to have some protection around that, that like we've made this brand, we've made this product. It can help with these things, but like, we're not claiming any of this. And like, if you, if, if you come to us and say, you know, you're like, your product gave me these X, Y, and Z issues, they're going to be like, mm, actually, you know, we're not claiming that. So, th- and this is where it all goes down to the syntax and how things are worded, especially in the marketing material. That's where things can, can get real tricky real fast. Um, and, and that's why pharma brands have such crazy long commercials. Like every pharma brand commercial has to be at least 60 seconds because all like of all like the, the like legal copy they have to talk about and like the disclosures and the potential side effects, because like that's all needed to probably market like a pharmaceutical drug. So obviously, you know, sun, sunscreen is not as regulated, but in the same way it kind of touches in that healthcare skincare space where you know, doctors play a, a role. And with that, they don't want to come off as like they're impersonating like a, an authority, a medical authority. Sometimes there's a doctor as to why you should be using their product. Thus this section to protect against any sort of liability. 
It doesn't make a lot of sense. You got to cover, you got to cover your bases. You got to cover your bases. You have to. Well, that was a good one. I um, will say one last thing. I like how they said your unique facts. I feel like that really spoke to me on a personal level. In the middle of all this, they're like, I'm going to connect with you individually. Um, <laughs> that was nice. Instead, instead of like your personal information, your unique facts. Your unique yeah, facts. I'm like, oh. I think that all facts are unique, but I now have my own set of unique facts about me. That is nice. I quickly want to breeze, just breeze through like the payment section. We can just read it. I want to see if they accept Bitcoin. I don't think they do. Not yet. I think it's, I think it's just, yeah. It says any credit card... Uh, payment methods, purchases, limitation. Mm. Yeah, I don't think Bitcoin's in there. That what, would have been interesting. What? Personally, because you, you know, you read the most terms of services of anybody that I know. That's, what percentage are you seeing of people accepting cryptocurrency as payments at this point? Only, only Tesla so far. That sounds right. You know, there was, I think there's like a an ATM and like a... Oh yeah, yeah. There, there, there are Bitcoin ATMs where you can like swap your Bitcoin for cash. Yeah, or vi- or, or or vice versa. It's, you know, put cash and buy Bitcoin. I just saw that for the first time like last week, and I didn't. Well, I didn't expect to see where I saw it. It was it's a shop called uh, not Stop and Shop, but just Stop Shop. <laughs> um, it's like a knockoff. <laughs> yeah, easily, easily uh, conflated. Mm-hmm. Super rundown, and I'm like as I'm in there buying whatever you buy from a convenience store that's high like i think it was like chips um and i look back and there's just like this beautiful glowing bright red atm machine like the <laughs> newest thing that's clearly been in the store for a very long time and it's for bitcoin and i was like what world i'm like when the world changed so quickly that now we have bitcoin atms i feel like i, I feel like bitcoin's still new but this point i guess it was been like six years no, Bitcoin. No, Bitcoin's been around for a decade. It has not been around since 2011. <laughs> no, it's but even before that, it it might be it. Hold on, um, that's what we have the internet for. Both to find out the answers. The answer January 2009. Yeah, Bitcoin's weird, man. Like it's, it's been cool. around for a long time. I and Ethereum, Doug, Ethereum started to do this. And for, for everybody listening, I'm making a hockey stick. Mm-hmm. He did. I can see him on Zoom. Can confirm. Um, well, I, you know, I still to this day, I feel comfortable saying I don't fully understand cryptocurrency. Oh, I, nobody fully understands it. It's terrifying. Everybody's still learning it. Even people that are making it are still like learning it. I will say what the the um SNL NFT bit that they did that was funny. Um mm-hmm. that and also it did help me understand NFTs better and how it's a digital ledger. Um Oh, that's good. That makes sense. All built, all built on Ethereum blockchain. It's big stuff. Yeah. Well, listeners, let us know if you think we should make some T's and Z's NFTs if if it'll help you sleep or something. Um that could be fun. Um, just to kind of wrap this episode up, Doug, I mean, the rest of the sections here that, that we should call out so people are aware of, uh, they have an arbitration agreement, um, again, that basically just says that you waive your right to a trial by a jury and an arbitrator will come in and be like the mediator and decide, you know, the outcome of any sort of, um, disputes. And let's see, does it say where the arbitration will take place? Oh, looks like it'll be brought exclusively in the federal courts of New York, New York. Great for me, because that's where I live. Um, And it'll be, it's also under the AAA rules. So the American Arbitration Association rules uh, versus the jams. So good stuff to know there. Um, I guess lastly, we we can end on some contact information. So uh, if you're, you know, looking for feedback, comments, requests for technical support or any other communications relating to the services, they should be directed to the vacation team, uh, which is their email is vacation at vacation dining. So you, you can email them there if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or any other sort of communications. But that's pretty much going to wrap up the uh, the vacation inks terms of service. I mean, Doug, this is your first one. How'd you? It was a fun conversation. 
I enjoyed myself. I, enjoyed I didn't expect to talk about hashing and salting passwords, but you know. <laughs> didn't i didn't think that was where this conversation was going to go tonight but you know who's who's the no well uh listeners i hope you're sleeping uh if you can still hear us this show might not be for you uh but that's okay uh let us know so any other thoughts there doug should we wish them a good night good night <laughs> good night everybody we'll be back next week um this is fun Doug. i'm, I'm, I'm excited to have you here it'll be this will be fun I thoroughly enjoyed myself. All right. Good night, everybody.